Welcome to the Global Wellness HQ family of podcasts. We are your international headquarters for resources and ideas and insight in relation to the nine elements of holistic wellness. Join us as we interview local and international wellness experts and learn how you can implement and improve one element or dimension of wellness at a time. Our experts will share their practical tips on wellness in one of these core areas. Emotional, intellectual, occupational, physical, environmental, financial, spiritual, social, or habitual. We created our family of podcasts as a resource for anyone who is looking to integrate the nine elements of holistic wellness into their daily lives. Welcome to the show. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Cashflow Club. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the Accounts Receivable Aging Report. Now, first of all, let's define what an account receivable is. Then I'll tell you what the report is. And finally, we'll talk about what we can do with this report. So in my humble opinion, this is one of the most critical reports for management. And what an accounts receivable aging report does is it shows us who owes us money and how long they vote us that money for. And that gives us some power in terms of how we manage. So first things first, if you sell a product or service to a client, and said client pays later, that's called an accounts receivable. So really what you're doing is offering your client credit, and based on that credit, they're they're accepting delivery of a product or service today in promise of payment at another day. Now, one of the things I do with a lot of my clients is we find ways to eliminate the concept of accounts receivable um, or to optimize it. And the reason I do that is if you are effectively lending money to somebody, that money is not in your business and you're going to have to find alternate cash to pay your bills, things like that. We'll talk about accounts payable in a future episode. Um, But basically, if at all possible, I like the retainer model where you get paid something up front or progress billing where you get paid as you go. Um, I'll give you an example. I ghostwrite, I write books for people, and in the good old days when I trusted people completely, I would charge them at the end of the project and say, you know, here's here's your invoice for 10000 as promised, I've delivered the book that we agreed to, here's, here's my invoice, please pay it. And what I found was that, you know, people weren't being malicious, it was just they were busy or they you know, needed to think about it. But the longer it took me to bill them, the longer it took them to pay me. So I might finish a book in January and get paid for that book in March. That is terrible for my cash flow, great for my client's cash flow. Then I started charging retainer. And what I did was we had effectively a retainer and a progress billing. So when we signed the contract to get started, that's when they paid me a retainer. And what I did was half up front and half upon delivery of the the finished transcript. And what that did was it really helped my cash flow um, because instead of waiting to get paid, you know, and that was the thing, I always had to do more projects because I had current bills I had to pay. So I always had to do more projects because I didn't know when the cash would come in. So control of my cash flow was effectively in the hands of my clients. Then I realized I can charge progress billing and it helps my cash flow helps my clients 
So now I charge something up front, something upon delivery of the manuscript, and then something upon publishing of the book. So we all win together. And basically that keeps the timeline tight and it gives me the cash flow I need to pay my people to help me create those books. So that's what we can get out of an accounts receivable aging report is looking at it. And if you don't have this, this is the first blind spot in your business you need to fix. I've worked with many clients who struggled with cash and it almost always started with receivables. And accounting software has gotten much better to the point where you can have real time. You can, you know, it'll calculate based on money coming into the bank today, you know, who owes you money, who, who has paid, who hasn't. And that's the importance of this aging report. And normally I would see it the other way, but this is an overly simplified report. They show that there are three customers who owe this hypothetical company money, and then they break it down into aging. So normally this chart is flipped and you have current one to 30, the aging across the top, and then you'll have a list of customers down the side. But the goal is to make sure that nobody owes you money older than 30 days, unless you've got an agreement in place or you're charging interest. And by the way, I think that's the biggest mistake a lot of business owners make is they extend free credit to their clients. So when a client looks at that bill and I owe you 5,000 today, I owe you 5,000 a year from now, um, there's no incentive for me to want to pay it. And as a client, I'm going to pay the bills I have that charge interest first. So as a business owner, if you're extending credit to your customers, you need to include credit interest rate terms in your statement of credit, in your terms of and conditions. So again, I don't charge interest because I can't be bothered with the math. Um, if you use modern accounting software like QuickBooks Online that I'm showing you here, um, it will calculate for you. So this comes into systemize inbound cash flow. We should be looking at this report weekly, at least, um, you know, if, if you're really, really hard pressed monthly, but the reality is the more often you look at the aging report, the more on top of things you are, because if you reach out to your clients and say, hey, you owe me money, it's now at 31 days, you're more likely to get paid than if you don't ever reach out. And this is a mindset thing I would share. If somebody owes you money because you've performed a product or service, you owe it to your employees and your family to make sure you collect that money. And I work with collection agencies on occasion. Um, I now try to deliberately structure my business so I don't have to. But realistically, if an account goes over 60 days, the older it gets, statistically, the less likely you are to get paid. So you want to be on top of these things. And I've seen businesses go out of business. They've been profitable. Um, the worst case scenario, I saw one that generated $30 million in revenue, $15 million in net profit, and they went bankrupt because they had about $5 million in receivables at, that they couldn't collect. So they'd paid all their bills, they'd spent the money, they'd, you know, they'd done certain things, they'd built certain projects, bought buildings, bought assets, and they were out of cash. They couldn't pay their bills because their customers weren't paying. So 
that's the importance of the receivables aging report. And really, truly, this is the first, you know, I call this the canary in the mine. If your receivables aren't being managed, the rest of your business, you don't have a hope because this is literally the most important thing. This is the cash coming in. This is the injection of lifeblood. So I'm going to show you how to interpret this. Um, first and foremost, we have the current row. And there's no concern here. We see that in this hypothetical scenario, Apple owes our hypothetical company $5,000. It's current, no action to be taken other than, you know, me, we might want to look at the invoices and see, is this, you know, getting close to the, the 30 days. Now, usually I would do 31 to, to 60 days here. It's just a terminology thing. But basically what we can see is that hypothetically Google owes our hypothetical client 7,000. And this is in the zero to 30 days. This is the 31 to 60 days. So we might start to get concerned. We might want to follow up with Google and say, hey, what's going on? Do you have everything you need to pay the invoice? Um, are there any questions, any challenges? This, and by the way, aged receivables, it's almost always an indicator of client dissatisfaction or complexity in getting paid. If you're, it's too complicated for you to get paid, you're going to have trouble getting paid. So you want to look at that. And then looking at this report, these three rows are areas where I would focus on. And almost always anything over 90 days past due is almost always going to have to go to collections or be written off. Now, theoretically, you've done the product, provided the products or done the services. This means you should get paid. You have a moral obligation to your family and your employees to get paid. So I would start, and this is what I do with my clients. We work our way up the listing and we First of all, we want to knock off the big balances and we want to knock off the older balances. So when I look at this, the balances I would focus on are the 3500 for Netflix, um, the 3000 from Apple, and the 8500 from Netflix. And arguably, at some point, if Netflix is not paying us, we would stop providing products or services. So that's how we have leverage, because if you give them the products or services, give them the invoice, and you keep providing products or services, you don't know this, but they might be struggling financially and they might be slowly going out of business and they're using you as a free creditor. And then of course, I would look at the 7,000, just touching base on that. And I would keep an eye on the 5,000 here. Now, in this hypothetical case, the 500 is important, but it's not critical. Um, after I had addressed these four balances, I would come back to the 500. And really, truly, you want to make sure that everything is in the current column. And for the record, it takes a little bit of cleanup the first month. But if you're on top of it and you focus on making sure people get invoices, they get statements, they understand the terms, um, I can't stress enough the importance of communication here.
So you want to be communicating with your clients. You want to make sure they understand what's expected of them and what payment looks like. So this is my most critical management report. I, I would say you should have somebody on your team, whether it's your bookkeeper or your office manager, they need to actively be monitoring this. And as a management team, you look at it once a month and you're going to ask questions or they're going to provide a report saying, here's what I've done this month to deal with this. But if you look at this business, um, really, truly, you've got about 20 some thousand, 22,500, that's over 30 days. Now, given that their total receivables is only 27.5, I could do a lot with this company. So think about your business. What could you do if you had that cash in the bank instead of sitting in someone else's bank interest-free, not benefiting you? So that's a little bit of a rant, but that's where I see the importance of aged accounts receivable. Thank you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to our show. We hope that you enjoyed this episode and we invite you to either click the link below or scan the QR code to register and listen to other episodes of our podcast. Or if you think your business or you would be a great guest to be on our show, we're always looking for experts in one of the nine elements of holistic wellness. We'd love to have you. You can either click the link below or you can scan the QR code and complete our speaker intake form. Thank you and to your wellness.